got a fun one for you today to kick off the month of May. It is episode 2312. My name is Chris Gillibo, your host of Side Hustle School. In today's episode, the caller you're going to hear from today, uh, we're going to hear a story specifically, part of our feature we call Your First $1,000. It is, in fact, about how someone made their first $1,000, although we might want to retitle it for today because it's, it's kind of like how someone made their first 1,000 pounds, like their first 1,000 British pounds. Um, I'm not sure if they actually got paid in pounds or dollars or how that works, but the important part of the story is we're going to hear from someone from Manchester, England. Um, and like I said, this is a fun one because he is the founder of BritBox, BritBox, a service that sends British-themed goods to lonely expats around the world. And you know, in these features, we look at how does somebody get going? What's the origin story? You know, a, a business could be making lots of money now, but how did they make their first thousand dollars? And, you know, I just use the word business, but really I'm talking about an individual. You know, Side Hustle School is all about empowering individuals, um, not startups, not companies. And, you know, I just like to look and see, like, what can the average person do? And for more than 2,300 episodes now, we, we've heard from all kinds of awesome, but, you know, regular people out there. They're awesome, but they're not usually full-time entrepreneurs. Uh, they're people who just had an idea and decided to pursue it and to see what they could do to create extra income for themselves and usually in the form of some kind of product or service that's helpful to others as well, which is so cool, right? I mean, that's the goal, right? To be of service to others while also making money for yourself. I think those are two good things. So for BritBox, this uh, subscription service sending British-themed goods around the world, what about his first $1,000? How did he make it happen? What did it feel like? And then also, what is the difference between Vegemite and Marmite? Do you know? Uh, if not, you're going to hear about it. Uh, so let's hear it from Oliver. I'll come back at the end with a quick wrap up. My name is Oliver, and I'm the proud owner of the BritBox, a unique subscription service that brings a taste of the UK to expats around the world. Our boxes are filled with classic British treats and trinkets, helping our customers feel closer to home no matter where they find themselves. My journey to starting this business has been full of twists, turns, and a good bit of classic British humour, if I do say so myself. It all began when I moved to Sydney, Australia for a job opportunity. The sun, surf and laid-back lifestyle were great, but I quickly began to miss the familiar tastes and smells of home. I found myself longing for a proper cup of tea, a flaked chocolate bar, and the latest copy of my favourite British magazine. One day, as I sat in my flat with my morning Vegemite toast, which by the way is a poor substitute for Marmite, I had an epiphany. Surely there must be other expats out there feeling the same way. With that thought, the Brit Box was born. I began sourcing all sorts of British goodies, from the humble hobnob biscuit to the iconic red telephone booth keyring, and I packed them into carefully curated boxes. At first, I targeted British communities in Australia, but it wasn't long before the business expanded to serve expats across the globe. Throughout my journey, I've learned some invaluable lessons. One of the most significant was the importance of adaptability. When I first launched the BritBox, I naively assumed that all expats would be craving the same things that I was. However, I quickly discovered that tastes and preferences can vary wildly, 
even among fellow Brits. I tried to be aware of that and keep that in mind as I curated each box. One of the highlights of running the business has been the incredible sense of community that's formed among our subscribers. Hearing their stories and seeing photos of their smiling faces as they unbox their little slice of Britain is truly heartwarming. If you're considering starting a similar business, here's what you should know. First and foremost, understand your target audience. Knowing what your customers crave is essential. This may require research, surveys, or even just chatting with potential customers to learn what they miss most about home. Next, you need to be adaptable. As your business grows, you'll need to respond to changing customer preferences and demands. Be prepared to evolve your product offerings and always stay attuned to feedback from your subscribers. It's also really important to foster a sense of community. A successful subscription box is about a lot more than just the product inside. It's about the experience of connection and belonging. Engage with your customers, share their stories, and cultivate a sense of camaraderie among your subscribers. A sign of a really good community that's thriving is when your subscribers are promoting your product as much, or sometimes even more than you are yourself. And lastly, but certainly not least, Focus on quality and authenticity. When it comes to nostalgic products, customers are often seeking an experience that feels true to their memories. Sourcing genuine items and maintaining high quality standards will go a really long way in earning customer trust and loyalty. Running the BritBox has been an incredibly rewarding experience. It's allowed me to connect with fellow expats, share a piece of our homeland, and bring a bit of joy to those who find themselves far from home. With passion, persistence, and a bit of that famous British stiff upper lip, I'm confident that you too can create a successful hustle that celebrates the very best of your culture. Oliver, thanks so much for telling us about your first $1,000. The project sounds really fun. Uh, definitely found, sounds like you found the right niche there. Uh, so listeners, I hope you found it encouraging. Use this as a model. Ask yourself, what can I do? You know, like Oliver, maybe it's not a subscription box, but the point is you're, you're kind of capturing an interest. You're providing a solution to a problem or at least kind of meeting people where they are and saying, hey, I've got something that you might find useful right? That's what it's all about. So if you have a question, if you're trying to figure it out, uh, or if you're trying to figure out Vegemite or Marmite, well, on the last point, probably don't write to me. But for everything else, sidehustleschool.com slash questions. Today's notes, sidehustleschool.com slash 2312, 2312. Thanks for tuning in today. New episode coming out tomorrow. My name is Chris Gillibo. This is Side Hustle School. From the Onward Project.